I'm Martha. And I'm Mim Mim. She's my grandmother. And she's my granddaughter. And together we're mad, mad about musicals. Hello, everyone. Hey, y'all. Guess what we did uh, last week? Yeah, last week. Was it last week? What, mm-hmm. Something we hadn't done in a whole year or more? Okay, I'll tell you what we did. Maybe you can guess it. So we went into this thing, okay? And there was chairs all lined up, and there was this thing. It was, it was called a, a stage, yeah. So we went, and we sat in the chair, and we were facing this thing. It's called a stage, I believe. And uh, then this music came on. It, it was really catchy, and then these people came out, and they were doing weird movements. And then they were, like, talking, but they were talking, but their voice was going up and down. And it was so smooth. It was so weird. Plus, they had these shoes on that made lots of noise. Yes, it was so weird. Can you guess what we did? <laughs> Can you guess? Well, we don't. We won't. We know you can't answer. Um, we went. We went to a play, a live play with live people. A live um, musical. Our local, our locals, community theater created an outside space, an outside amphitheater, and. So that so that we could go forward with something. And that's too early to gather inside since the vac- vaccinations are just yeah. are just rolling out. And so they did a very good job of not only creating the stage with the lights and the sound and all of the things that go with with a with a performance, but they did a great job to keep the audience safe oh, and okay. to keep us um, comfortable. In a, in a, you know, the, the, the chairs were, were, you know, were metal. They were metal folding chairs. But one of the things that we kind of found that we liked was that we kind of liked being social distanced. Oh, it was so nice. It was kind of nice not being awkward. You didn't have to worry about someone next to you being loud or someone in front of you being, you know. Or going, up. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me, excuse me. You didn't me, have to worry. Me, about, me, yeah. Going past you and then they're, you know, if they turn, you're supposed to turn forward to face the person that mm-hmm. when you're going down an aisle, yeah. some people don't remember that, yeah. and they turn around and and you see their rear and their rear <laughs> their passes right in front of your face. You go, oh, Jaya, I didn't need that. Yeah. But we sat on the front row, so we didn't have any trouble with yeah. that. But all of the chairs were grouped in twos and threes, and um, we found that we really did like oh, being so socially nice. distanced. So everyone was wearing a mask. It was outside. It was socially distanced. It was. I, I felt very safe. Um, you had your temperature check before you went in. It mm-hmm. was very impressive. It was a little, a, you know, a little band in case we had to to step out or not, or make sure that we belonged in after things. Yes. A, after things, but they had two entrances, and they had the swinger has a huge group of volunteers, and they had people at the door. And then after it got dark, I noticed that there were folks standing around the edge, mm-hmm. and they had these flashlights, and they had cards. Yeah. And the flashlights they were holding up, you know, to illuminate the cards, but they were far away. I could not see what was written. I think I, it said, like, thank you for wearing your mask right. or something. I, I, so I went over to read it. Mm-hmm. And then I saw them approach people that were standing yeah. up. They did not approach people that were sitting if they t- took their mask off. But th- when people were standing in line for concessions yes. or wandering around during intermission, um, they did approach people. They didn't say anything, 
They just tapped them on the shoulder or they showed them their cards. Mm -hmm. Thank you for wearing your mask. And everybody kind of complied if they had forgotten to put their mask back up before yes. they stood up. And everybody complied. So it, it, I think everybody was just so happy to be there that, mm -hmm. that, that everybody would do anything that they could to make sure it was safe. Oh, and was, so they'll do another one. Yes, it was so great. So I'm we sure went, it was a big deal for them to have to, to take everything from inside and put it outside. Yeah. So we went and saw Singing in the Rain, which we're going to break down today. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's basically it. Um, it was so nice to go and see. It made me really sad because I was like, I can't believe I've miss, been missing out on this for the past year. I know. You were... You, you, you were you were very reminiscent. Yes, and it made me want to perform too. So hopefully, we missed the theater just the like every, just like all the people mm -hmm. that any. I've heard so many times from everybody from Lynn Manuel Miranda to you yes. that how much they miss theater. Yes. Oh, it was so great to be back. So let's warm up because I'm warm up. Come let's, on, let's warm let's up. Let's do it. So now, tell me something. Yeah, tell me something about what'd you find out? What'd you find out about singing in the rain? Except that what we know, which is it was great. Yes. Um. So here, let's get into some fun facts. I have six great fun facts. Um. So the first one, the release date for the movie was today, or March twenty seventh, in nineteen fifty two. So do the math. I don't feel like doing math right now. But um, how, what an, today is the 27th yes. of March, and it was, we didn't know. Yes, we didn't know. We she found. was just reading it, and she goes, oh, my gosh, Martha, look at this. It was released a year ago. So what karma. So how neat. It was meant to be. It's meant to be. Um, um, the It was not really a story, like someone wanted to take a book or a story or someone had a, had a play script or something. It was really two guys um, that had a whole bunch of songs that yes. they had. Yes, and that's one of my fun facts. Is that one of your fun facts? That the songs all came first, and it was a movie first. And you want to know what other movies were first, but then, like, the play came out after the movie? Because I have a whole list here. Oh, you have a whole list? Yes, actually. Besides Singing in the Rain, what? Chicago, Mamma Mia, Grease, Rent. Les Mis, Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street, My Fair Lady, West Side Story, Dream Girls, The Sound of Music, Phantom of the Opera, Funny Girl, Hairspray, and of course, Singing in the Rain. Oh, well, the 1952 was was a big what was the time of big spectacles, big musical spectacles, and um, this was. This, this was de this was definitely one of those. What what did you think about the energy? Oh, it was, it was, it was high energy. Yeah, it was. Um, which is interesting because one of the most favorite favorite and famous numbers from um, Singing in the Rain is of course Singing in the Rain, and Gene Kelly who played what's the guy's name? Gene Kelly. Dan Don. Yes. Don, the main character, mm -hmm. the male lead. Um, oh, in the movie. In the movie, yes, was played by Gene Kelly. And when he did that number, he had a 103-degree fever. 
So way to and push he did through it, it in the rain. Yes, in the on rain. The, but it was on a set, but it was outside. Yes. Yeah, so. Wow. Um, and speaking of rain, it took a week to film the singing in the rain scene and six hours of fake rain each day. And the water used in the scene caused Kelly's wool suit to shrink during the filming. So he he finally managed to get through the whole thing in yeah. the same suit, but his suit kept shrinking because it kept getting wet. Um, so those fun facts that I just told you were from HuffPost and LittleThings.com. And, yeah, and then... And I, just, and I just picked mine out of Wikipedia. Yeah. Exposed. We use Wikipedia. Yeah, just pull mine right out of Wikipedia. Hey, Wikipedia, I'm not a hater, you know? I don't Some, someone said... Well, I just ran across something that I thought was interesting. Um, it's not the case, but it was a rumor. It was a myth. Is that the rain was mixed with milk. In order for the drops to show up better on yeah. film, but that's not true. Yeah. That actually be. It was just plain though. rain, and smart. they did a good job of backlighting it, yes. so that you could see the rain. And they did it on stage too, mm -hmm. and and that was really neat that they made it rain on stage. Yeah, it was so cool. They had like a little pipe. And he did a great job of kicking that water all oh, over everywhere. Oh, we were in the splash zone. <laughs> and it was fun. To, it was fun to watch. Yes, it was really cool. Um, so, those are really the fun facts for singing in the rain. Not that many, but I'm sure there's a bunch of cool things Mamem has found and that we're going to say later in the episode. But for now, I think it's about time we do a summary and then take a break after I that. i got one little thing I want to say. Okay, you say it, you say it. All right, this is about the movie. Is that Debbie Reynolds, who played the lead, mm -hmm. um... She really couldn't dance. She was a gymnast. She had never, didn't have any dancing experience. And Gene Kelly made fun of her for not being able to dance. Um, and he upset her. And Fred Astaire found her underneath some stairs crying because he had, but because Gene Kelly had insulted her. Oh, that's so sad. But it turned out okay. Yes. So, obviously, Mimim is the queen of summaries, if there was a queen. Um, so, why don't you just, because you're really good at saying, the, you know, the plot and the story. So, why don't you just the, tell them? The story took place in the 1920s, at the end, right at the end of the silent movie era. And at mm -hmm. the beginning of what was called the, the talkies. talkies. And there were many actresses and actors who did not make that transition because mm -hmm. their voices did not sound good um, on the uh, in the talkies, because that's what it was, was film, and then, you know, there was talking. Before, there was some film, and there was a piano player in the, um, in the, in the theater, and the movies were a distraction, but they didn't really tell a big story. It was the same story over and over, mm -hmm. and so... As things moved towards the talkies, they also moved towards not always being in black and white, especially the musicals. Yes. And so Technicolor became the thing. It, Technicolor is a, is a brand name like Kleenex and Coca-Cola. Yeah. And, um, but the story is of some of actors make it, that, were to, that, that all belong to the same production company and some that were going to make it through the transition, and then some that weren't. 
the surprise was that the the girl that was so pretty mm-hmm. and did so well in the other movies because she was she was quite beautiful she could not speak yeah she she had the worst voice yes. i can try to do it it's like yes hello <laughs> yeah she 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 couldn't speak she had a, a really really terrible accent and her she, she didn't come across good on stage mm-hmm. and they tried to kind of take advantage of her and and move her out but she was no she was no dummy Mm-mm. i mean she she had her contracts and she pushed them and made them at least incorporate her in the in in the deal but it's about man a guy meets a girl and guy falls in love with a girl mm-hmm. and the girl kind of pushes the guy away and then there's another girl that yeah. wants the guy and they finally are are able to connect and when the play ends it does end with a thought that they lived happily ever after mm-hmm. um if the story continued just like it did yes. because the movie was a success the two the, the 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 two actors that fell you know in the story that fell fell in love were able to get together the other girl who was having trouble making the making the transfer found her another spot in the motion picture industry yes. so nobody got lost nobody got killed nobody got nothing it was really it was a really it story that all got tied end. up in the end um but it's really a good story it's it's about hollywood and as you said moving from silent pictures to talkies and it's a girl named lena who's the girl who um talks really bad and she has what's this very the, strange accent. Yes. What's the main girl's name? Um. It's Dawn and Lena, and um. Um. <laughs> is it on there? I'm reading to see the the name oh, of the. It's a girl. Okay. Yes. Um. And, and it was the it was the it was Debbie Reynolds' part yes. in the movie. Um. And the girl, she's kind of stubborn at first, but then you know they fall in love and. But Lena still is holding on to Dawn, although Dawn loves the girl who we can't remember the name of. Well, it was a typical Hollywood story because they had this persona and they had all this publicity as a couple, and and the the public mm-hmm. perceived them as a as a couple. But they were they not. really weren't a couple, but the public perceived that way because that's the way the studio yeah. pro- promoted them, and um, but. When they tried to make the movie with with that lead, she just couldn't make the transition. And that's mm-hmm. when the other girl stepped up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and we could go all into the story, but we don't really have time for that. And obviously that wouldn't be a very interesting podcast. So why don't we just get into telling our story and what we liked about it. So let's talk. Is that good? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So now we're just going to talk about, you tell know. Tell me about what, tell me about the story that you, what you liked. Or tell me the story, just tell me something about the story. I re- so I really liked, we didn't mention this person, but there's a best friend um, who's Don's best friend. Mm-hmm. And I really liked um, his little part in it. Um, he is like the background person, you know, not the famous person is 
does the most work on the shows but never gets the credit. He's that type of person. And he he's a good little character. Um, and I like the relationship between him and the girl and Dawn. I need to look up what the girl's name is because it's driving me crazy. And I can't just keep calling her calling her the girl. The girl. Yes, so we'll, I'm going to look yeah, it that, up. Yeah, I, Lena sticks with me, but then, um, but the other, but the, my favorite Kathy, scene, Kathy, Kathy, my favorite, my favorite scene wasn't a song at all. Um, even though I loved all of it, but I loved the Moses supposes Moses mm -hmm. supposes his toes are roses, but Moses supposes erroneously. And Moses, he noses his toes aren't roses as Moses supposes his toes to be. Yeah. And that was part of them trying to give Don diction lessons mm -hmm. so he could get ready for the talkies. And they went through this whole business of tongue twisters. It was hysterical. Yes. Um, that was a good scene. And there's tap dancing, of course, in that scene. I also like the fiddle song, which is like one of the first ones. Um, it's... It's it's just a song. Um, there's no lyrics to it, but the choreography in it is really good. Um, they, of course, they're dancing around in tap shoes. It's very impressive. That whole first part, especially the beginning. Um, but one thing I feel like we haven't mentioned is it's it's a long play. Three and a half hours. <laughs> and including intermission. Yes. So I think maybe one of the par parts, like I feel like. I just remember the beginning and the end of it is because the middle is all foggy to me because, I don't know, because it was so long, like, it's hard to remember everything that happened. Well, you know, they, since they had to, since they wanted to actually physically make it rain, mm -hmm. they had to put the intermission after the rain scene so yes. they could clean it up. Mm -hmm. And the rain scene doesn't come, that, that segment in the story, that, singing in the rain, mm -hmm. I love you, and all that business, doesn't come until, you know, kind of three, three quarters of the way through the story. But just for logistical purposes, in a real life situation, they yes. had to do it right before intermission. And mm -hmm. and it was, it the first, so the first act was very long. Yes. But, but, you know, you, it was so much fun, and we had not seen anything in such a long time. Oh, we were and, just happy to be there, and the and the dancing was so so oh, good. So great. And you know, you don't see you don't see tap dancing is not in vogue right now. Yeah. And so there's there's not a lot of I current. Wish it was. It's cool to me. Well, so many things are making a revival, and it'll be interesting when 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 Broadway comes back. Yes. What they're going to. What, what are they going to perceive that people want? I'm sure that they're mm -hmm. going to, to try to go back and pull their sa the same things that were in the theaters before the, 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 the shutdown. Yes. I'm sure they are. But, like, for instance, after the last pandemic, which was in 1918, after World War I, Things changed. Yeah, it was a yes. and it was it, it moved and... And it became, it was called, you know, the the jazz age. And it the was. Roaring it, 20s. Roaring 20s. Could this be and the. When, and so more? it was a very, out, it was a, it was a frenetic. I got to get as much fun into every single day as I possibly can. Mm -hmm. There was a, a group in New York called Cafe Society that 
were the literary people. And everybody partied and stayed up and did and, and squashed as much as they could into each day. And that people were making money hand over fist. This is the very first part of industrialization. So it'll be interesting to see, okay, yeah. does the pandemic make any make a, make a difference yes. in what we're going to be like mm -hmm. when we get on the other side? Yes. I hope we go back to tap dancing. Yeah, me too. All right, so we thought we'd kind of talk the movie because obviously, hopefully some of you are interested in it now that you want to, you know, see see what all the fuss is about. So where can you find this movie? Well, when I looked it up, it's available on just about every streaming service from YouTube mm -hmm. to Apple TV. Yes. Um, so it's in there. It's in their libraries. There's um, sometimes, you know, you can't find old movies, yes. but this one is, and it, they have colored it. They have, they have mm -hmm. recolored it so that it's, it has that deep, rich technicolor look. And um, the, we talked about the characters, but we really didn't talk about the cast. The cast yes. that in the movie that um, Gene Kelly did play the lead of the of mm -hmm. Don, and then Debbie Reynolds played the, the the well she was sort of she was the she was the ingenue I think is Kathy. what you call her her name was Kathy, and um, then I think Donald O'Connor was in it. Was she Lena? No, she's that's a man. Oh, <laughs> Donald Connor was his best friend. Oh, yeah. And um, who else was in it? Um, I don't know. You, you know, you know these yes. things. Bobby Watson. No, he was one of the ones that did did, oh. did a lot of the music. No, I'm just reading off of your right. notes. I know. Um, I think probably. Not, not not to skip anybody or to not say they're not important, but the the ones that we do mm -hmm. that are that were known then that we know now are um, Gene Kelly and Debbie Reynolds. And Debbie Reynolds worked all her life, mm -hmm. and um, this is when she really learned to dance because yes. she she took the part. They 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 cast her for the part. She really didn't know how to dance. Mm -hmm. um, Fred Astaire found her crying under the, the piano. Yeah, which we mentioned this earlier. Yes, and, and because Gene Kelly had insulted her, and he taught her, her how to dance. And wow. so if anybody could be, you could choose anybody to be a teacher, to teach you to dance, Yeah, it would be Fred Astaire because yeah. he's probably the most famous dancer even until today. Mm -hmm. And so um, that was, that was, that was kind, of, kind of neat. But the the book the movie has never been remade. It's still the same. I mean, lots of movies are remade with new actors, and and but but this one is is such a classic. And if you do one of the when they did when they released the fortieth anniversary, it they released it on VHS, which was yes. which was the the leading technology at that time, and. At the end of the movie, there was a documentary about how who made the movie and how they yes. made it and some interviews with the, some of the cast and all of that. Maybe it could be that that documentary might be attached to, to some of the streaming ones. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Mm -hmm. But um, it has never been remade. It's 
It's a classic yes. then. It was a and classic now. All the bloopers are. They're all. All the bloopers are like nowhere to be found. I read this somewhere. Yes, they're um, not. That like you can't find any bloopers or anything except the stuff you. No see. outtakes. No outtakes. Mm-hmm. Except the stuff you actually see in the, the finished, the finished and completed reels are the only things that have, that have been found so yeah. far. They might be underneath somebody's house when they they yeah. are excavated one day. But um, the it it is what it is what it is. The only thing, only changes they made was were, were really were to recolor it mm-hmm. to make it stand out. It was really fun. It was a sweet story. And it also did give you a little bit of insight into the struggle that the actresses and actors who had been in silent movies that did not make the transition because their voices weren't fit. And it also created a whole different aspect of movie making. And it turned to more storytelling than yes. than just you know words on a screen yeah. and, and a piano playing and you know help me help me help me and oh save the girl and oh you know so it 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 really did change the way that that movies that movies worked and told yes. stories but the best part was it was a musical thanks so much for listening to this episode Thanks for coming. It was fun. We've been having a big time, and we're gonna keep on. Yes. We've, and we've we've decided what we're gonna do next. Yes. Um. Do you want to tell them? I'll let you do the honors. Okay. I'll give you a hint. <laughs> I'll say a hint, even though you already know. Okay. All right. Um. The main character is a woman, mm-hmm. and she her main prop is an umbrella. Interesting. Um, and her best friend is a chimney sweep. Maybe it's uh, Mary Poppins. It is. We're doing Mary Poppins, guys. Next time you'll see us. Hopefully, it will be soon. Um, because we want to keep on doing this. This is fun. And we're gonna do the original, the original movie, not the second one. We're gonna do the yes. one with Dick Van Dyke and Julie Andrews. So, come back and join us. Yes, come back. And until then, keep singing. Yes, keep singing, keep dancing, keep doing your thing. It was so fun, um, especially this time, just getting to talk about just how much we love this musical and how much fun we and had. And actually talk about the fact that we went to one. Yes. Uh, and, and how that gives us hope for going forward. Yes. I think we might, we, hopefully, we have made it through this. Hoping. Yes. But yeah, so that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and turn on your post notifications if you like us and the content we create. And also, don't forget to leave us a five star review. <laughs> we hope you like us. Yes, we hope you like us. And if you don't, don't, don't give us a one-star review. It will hurt our feelings. Um, and thank you for Anchor for sponsoring this episode. Um, and yeah, I, I think we've just pretty much covered everything. I feel talked and out. And that was Singing in the Rain. That was Singing in the Rain. See you next time. Bye-bye.
This podcast is produced by Martha Wade and Susan Battistini. We get all of our information from multiple resources.